I can help you. My name is Dr. Tim Smith from New Life Chiropractic, and we're hosting a very special event January 20th to teach you the principles of naturally healthy living and sustained weight loss. Check out the event at newlifechiropracticevents.com. You can register today, discounted with the promo code RADIO to start making this the year you actually achieve those health goals and live to your full potential. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. So glad that you've tuned in today. I am Rena, and today I am your host. So it's just me and today I have an excellent topic for you. We are going to be talking about Seek first to understand. Now, you know this is going to be good stuff because it's one of Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people. So, you know, it's part of being a highly effective person. And I'll tell you that it's also part of being a highly connected person. So you making sure that you understand other people definitely creates a sense of connection. And if you want to have an positive impact on people it's going to be really really important for you to understand them and where they're coming from so i've got a lot of really great stuff for you today let's begin with you and your life and who in your life do you need to understand now this will be specific to where you're at but we'll just start with the general i would say just about everybody everybody in your world really needs to be understood. If you're an employee, for example, well, you probably have clients um, maybe that you work with. You probably have other employees to work with, a boss to deal with, right? There's plenty of people surrounding us in the work environment, usually, and all of those people need to be understood. So those are all opportunities for you. If you're a boss, you certainly have um, employees working for you who need to be understood. Another opportunity there. If you're an entrepreneur, we live in a special world as entrepreneurs. Uh, We deal with um, potential clients. We deal with other people in business. Uh, There might be networking, for example, dealing with different organizations. Lots and lots of opportunities for uh, talking to people. And I think any time that we talk to somebody, there's an opportunity for misunderstanding and an opportunity to be deliberate in understanding. If you're in sales, your clients certainly need to be understood. Not only that, they need to know that you understand them. That's very, very important for making a good sale. Because what is sales but meeting people's needs you therefore have to understand the person's needs and be able to convey to them that you get that. So understanding is a very important part of sales. If you are a parent, it's very important to understand your kids. And 
sure this is going to vary a lot, you know, depending on where the kid's at developmentally. I just had a delightful conversation with the father of, of some young kids and uh, talking about what it's like having a conversation with his four-year-old. And um, it's... <laughs> so depends on the kid's cognitive abilities and so forth. Maybe the content isn't as crucial at that very young age, but what is crucial is for the child to know that the parent's listening and that they care, and that lays a very strong foundation for that child really for the rest of their life, gives them messages around their value and am I worth listening to? Am I worth people taking the time to understand me. So the content might not be as important for the super young kids. As they get older, it becomes more important. And um, I highly recommend seeking to understand your teenager. It's almost a, a facet of teenagerhood is feeling misunderstood. So what a beautiful thing when we as parents can take the time to really understand them and what they've got going on. I've had some very interesting conversations uh, with my teenagers. My oldest is more politically aware. He's 18 and, um, you know, conversations about political ideology and different models for economics. And, um, you know, we can talk about all that stuff and it's kind of theoretical and interesting, but what I'm really interested in understanding is what he values and why, and to be able to approach that without judgment, which I understand as a parent can be challenging when it's different than what we believe and what we value, but really seeking to understand creates a different experience in a conversation because it's not about making the other person wrong or correcting them, but just really understanding where they're coming at is so incredibly valuable. So I encourage any parent to really take that on couples there's so much opportunity for understanding each other's couples because the intimacy there's the closeness there's the proximity um, the sharing the opportunity to share at a deeper level <clears throat> gonna have to be very deliberate about that you know I'll be truthful communication and understanding is something that John and I are working on in our marriage right now we tend to be an open book to, you know, really share with you guys what we've going on. And we're taking this on. We've had a lot of misunderstanding and um, gotten sloppy. We've been married 25 years. So it's really easy to get sloppy in our communication and not really bother um, to try to understand. So I want to encourage couples to invest the time and energy and effort into understanding and we will be going over some ways that you can do that. And it's so tremendously beneficial for a relationship. Now, I can understand when there's a conflict, and this is true for couples, but it's, it's true for other relationships. When there's a conflict and somebody's sharing a concern that they have, for example, we'll just do something kind of light. Um, you forgot to take out the trash. You said you were going to take out the trash and you didn't take out the trash. So now there's an issue, right? <laughs> there's a problem. It's so easy when somebody confronts us. And, well, it's um, 
Yeah, it's easy for that to go really sideways is what I'm trying to say. And it's, it's, it's not so bad when it's something light like the trash, but, but maybe it's, it's something deeper, you know, that somebody brings to their partner. Say, you know, for example, I feel like you haven't been listening to me. Well, it's easy upon hearing that to really not try to seek to understand but to seek to defend oneself instead. And I speak from experience on that. It takes a tremendous amount of effort for me to not get sucked into the usual pattern of um, defending myself. You didn't understand. That's not what happened. And um, in fact, this is exactly what we're working on in our relationship. And it can be truly uncomfortable to really seek to understand the other's experience when it seems, well, basically when we're being told that we're the person who did something um, that was hurtful or they want different or anything like that. So if that's the case, when that happens, because it's going to happen, right? When somebody comes to you with a problem that they've got with you, I want to let you know I get it. It is challenging to be able to seek to understand in that situation, and it's tremendously valuable. <clears throat> Do your best to hold off on the defending and explaining, saying maybe that's not what you meant, not, not really what happened, anything of that nature, but really try to understand their experience. I totally acknowledge it's extremely uncomfortable, and I want to encourage you by saying that that discomfort is temporary. That's one of the skills I love to teach people is to sit with the uncomfortable emotions. Um, because the alternative is, is doing the, the blaming, the defending, the deflecting, the, the other stuff, which I guarantee will make it so the other person does not feel understood. So that's why it's so tremendously important when, whether it's in a couple relationship or it's in a, any other relationship, when there's a conflict, really seek to understand the person. It takes some humility and it takes a lot of compassion and caring and trusting that that process will be beneficial. I want to encourage you to call in if you've had any struggles around really seeking to understand people. Would love to support you with that and talk about that. You can call into the show at 866-576-1055. And we'll go into a break now, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. 
Welcome back to the Impact Hour. So glad that you've joined us today. We're talking about seek first to understand. This will totally rock your relationships, whether it's at work or at home or with friends, extended family, everything you name it. Everybody wants to be understood. So I was talking just before break about couples, and I wanted to be sure to include one tip or one suggestion, one idea to help you with that. Um, Instead of engaging in the normal dialogue conversation type style that we do, which is very casual and um, give and forth, back and take, no, give give and take, back and forth, yes. Um, here's one tool, one option, which is to set a timer. Agree to set a timer, say, you know, three minutes, five minutes, 10 would be really like a lot. <laughs> and um, so anyway, five minutes, John and I have done this before. And um, to really be able to get out what you're wanting to say about whatever. And, and we've actually had this suggested to us to do it just on a weekly basis anyway as a check-in and just stuff you want to share and it's really kind of fantastic to not be interrupted and not worry about being interrupted and uh, you can just kind of go on and and fully explore and fully express and the other person it's awesome because they're put in a position to listen they don't have to be prepared you know preparing themselves for what to say next or how they're going to respond in fact there may be no response at the end of the five minutes and that's okay because the point is really to be understood and that's that's a really neat tool try that out it, it might seem awkward at first now here's the funny thing we've heard a lot of people talk about the differences between men and women and women having more words i easily fill my five minutes John's done after about two. So <laughs> I think he does actually a really great job on the radio show that he's able to fill, you know, the whole hour and stuff. <laughs> because guys just, you know, they express more in less words. So, um, but just allow the time and that's okay. And uh, yeah, give that a whirl. Feel free to let me know how you like that. <clears throat> so I talked a little bit about when someone has a problem with you. But more in general terms, when somebody has a problem and they bring it to you, not that it has to do with you, it could be, you know, a problem with a coworker or a kid or um, their car, <laughs> their finances, you know, the many things that we have can have problems with. When someone brings a problem to you, I highly encourage you to, first of all, learn more about what's going on. And, and secondly, ask them what they would like. Um, from you. So um, what's easy to do is to jump into trying to fix the problem, but that not, might not be what they want. It might be exactly what they want. So ask them if what they want from you. Do you want, uh, do they want you to help fix the problem, come up with options, or do they want you to just listen? And if they just want someone to listen to, well then awesome. You can just, you know, kind of shut down the problem solving, you know, part of your brain and uh, just be fully present. And actually, I encourage that from the get-go. Don't, don't jump to problem solving at all. In fact, I highly encourage you to ask into the problem as to what's going wrong, what's going on, and what they need, because what's really easy is to misunderstand what's going on and start offering up solutions um, that aren't even a fit. 
and I've certainly had people do that, which probably means that I've done that to other people, and um, becoming you know more and more aware of that, um, just really trying to find out what is going on and what do they want um, from me. So you can use that, find out what people want from you when they bring a problem to you. That's really very awesome in relationships because most people, like I say, jump to the solutions uh, without really even understanding the problem or if the person really wants that help in the first place. So here's what you can do. Consider, by the way, I was going to mention this later, but I'm going to mention it now. I'm going to encourage you to pick something from this show that you want to take out and apply. It could be one thing. It could be two or three. Maybe you're like super ambitious, right? But really identify what it is that you want to apply that you hear on the show so that you get the most out of your time listening here. You might as well get the benefit out there in the world when you're dealing with people. So do you want to start setting a timer? Do you want to have the practice of um, asking people what they want when they bring a problem to you, for example? So here's another one. Consider what it would be like for you to feel understood. What does it take for you to really feel understood by other people? And then flip that around and provide that for the people in your life. Figure that's probably what they're needing as well. It's a good place to start, right? It's kind of a compassionate, empathetic um, flip that we do. It's like, oh, this, this works well for me, so I can apply this for other people. And it's all just techniques for understanding. So it's all toward that goal and all good. <clears throat> so there's a variety of things that you can seek to understand in other people. You can really seek to understand their experience. And that's tremendously valuable. People want to be understood at that level. You can seek to understand their perspective. And their perspective may be considerably different from yours. I've uh, had some conversations. I'm a Christian, and I've had some conversations with a fellow who's not, and he just has the most interesting perspective on Jesus. I'm like, well, wow, I just don't hear people share that. So I think it's tremendously valuable to understand other people's perspective, and they totally feel like you get them. So it's actually very highly beneficial. I also seek you seek. I also encourage you to seek to understand people's feelings. That's um, one of the foundations for a really great connection with people is to understand what they're feeling, and if you can even identify it for them, and you know, ask about it. You don't, you don't have to be the expert on what someone else is feeling, right? You know, you can ask what they're feeling. Uh, you can also take your best guess and say, you know, just based on, for example, your, if you were in their shoes, how would you feel? Say, wow, you know, that sounds pretty scary to me. That sounds like that'd be pretty scary. How is that for you? Or uh, it sounds to me like you're um, pretty excited about that. And they might say, yeah. And be like, they kind of smile they, they, they kind of sometimes they kind of relax and it's like oh man this person really gets me so that's all good stuff and like I said you don't have to get it right you might say for example um, sounds to me like you're kind of angry about that and they go no that's not exactly it and then they'll say what it is and then you've got the still the benefit of they feel understood so 
really seeking to understand people's emotions is powerful. So those are three different options, understanding a person's experience, understanding their perspective, understanding their feelings. Uh, really great ways to understand people. And um, really the root, where you wanna be coming from this is a place of compassion. And um, just like you want to be understood by other people, um, you want to provide that for other people. So coming from a place of compassion that you care about them, you'll want to understand what they're saying, what they're going through, what they're trying to convey to you. Here's an exercise you can do if you choose to accept it, right? Your mission if you choose to accept it. Just set about creating, just create a practice for yourself of seeking to understand one thing about people. So this is kind of a proactive. Uh, a lot of what I've been talking about is as people come to you and you move through your world, uh, really understanding those people. This is more of a proactive, taking it on for yourself, seeking to understand in people. And you can choose what you want that to be. For example, um, seeking to understand their beliefs, seeking to understand their experiences that they've had in life or their experiences that they're going through right now, is seeking to understand their dreams. There's a lot of um, room for you to pick what would be of interest to you, but really it's about developing a muscle, developing a habit of seeking to understand. Isn't that cool? This is good stuff. <clears throat> this, is, this is something that I've, I've taken on for myself. Uh, check it out, see if you, if you like it. Basically, I assume that I don't understand what a person is talking about right when it comes out of their mouth. And I can't say I practice this one perfectly, um, but it's based on how frequently I've seen misunderstandings, um, not only around me, but in my own experience, and not only being misunderstood, but doing the misunderstanding myself. Um, I totally get how frequent it is. So, um, I have a coach that I work with and I get to watch her work with other people, you know, in a group setting. And she's just fantastic about asking into what people say, asking them to expand on it um, or what a specific word meant. And I've learned so much from that because somebody will say something and I think I understand what they meant. She asks into it and they answer and I was completely off. Like so frequently I've been amazed. I'm like, wow wow, I really go around misunderstanding people a lot. So if I do that, um, I'm inviting you to consider if that might be true for you too. If we're actually moving through the world frequently misunderstanding people. That's why it's so valuable to create this skill and this habit of really seeking to understand people. Because here's the fact is that words are very, very imprecise. They hold a lot of a concept, um, and that might be clear in our mind, so our mind has an idea. We have to attach words to it, send it over to the other person, and then they've got to unpack it. And to assume that they have the same understanding that we packed into it is just really a stretch. So there's just tons of room for misunderstanding because words are imperfect. I may say, um, for example, Oh, I should have come up with some ideas. Yeah. 
say, you know, I'm feeling really um, disappointed um, by what happened. And uh, so send that over across the, the void to you. It arrives in your ears, into your brain, and you unpack the meaning. She's feeling disappointed. And that could really mean something different to you. Uh, there could be some frustration associated with that, uh, maybe a tinge of anger, um, maybe really wanting something different. And maybe I just meant that I was just feeling kind of sad. So you can see how that has a lot of room for misinterpretation and misunderstanding. That's just the nature of our verbal well, and written language too. Written is interesting because at least in writing, we've got opportunity to go back and fix um, fix what we what we said. You know, we write it out and go, you know, that's not exactly what I'm wanting to convey. Go back, use the word processor, the the email, the whatever, and write out the new words. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm trying to say. And so we send it through the void, and it arrives to the other side, and they have just as much of an opportunity to misunderstand it. At least they can reread it but there's still tons of opportunity for misunderstanding in the written word. So excellent to be aware of because there's so many opportunities for misunderstanding. And speaking of opportunities, you still have the opportunity to call in if you'd like to talk about seeking to understand. You can call 866-576-1055. You're listening to the Impact Hour. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for straight talk and honest answers to your mortgage questions? My name is Eric McKay with Essex Mortgage. I have over 24 years in the corporate finance and lending industry, and I'm happy to be part of the Money 2.0 team. And don't forget to listen to my new show, Real Life Lending, every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. on Money 105.5 FM. Tune in to Money 2.0 with Eric McKay, Northern California's regional manager for Essex Mortgage. Here, Eric McKay, host of Real Life Lending on Money 2.0, live 10 a.m. Wednesdays on Money 105.5. FM. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. There's a cancer growing on Congress. It is the curse of party line voting. The biggest legislation of the Trump administration is the tax bill passed with only Republican votes. And the biggest of the Obama administration, Obamacare, again passed on a party line vote with only Democrats. Party line voting has grown dramatically in the last 40 years. In the 1970s, party unity voting was around 60 percent, but today it is 90 percent. Sadly, it has become the new normal. 
Such partisanship is cancerous because it cuts out all the people and ideas of one political party, and it leads to rushed votes without the expected give and take and amendments of a quality legislative process. It also leads to weak laws because what can be passed by one party's vote can be undone later by the other party's vote. This is no way to run a government. I vote for more collaboration and less hyperpartisanship in 2018. I'm David Davenport. Learn more at townhallreview.com. Are you ready to make 2018 your healthiest year ever? To lose weight, to get your energy back, to start turning your health around? I can help you. My name is Dr. Tim Smith from New Life Chiropractic, and we're hosting a very special event January 20th to teach you the principles of naturally healthy living and sustained weight loss. Check out the event at newlifechiropracticevents.com. You can register today, discounted with the promo code RADIO to start making this the year you actually achieve those health goals and live to your full potential. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about seek first to understand, and you are going to be amazing in your relationships when you're really seeking to understand other people, what they're saying, where they're coming from, their experience, what they've got going on. People really, really long for that, so they're going to really value you in their life when you're doing that for them. I've been equipping you with a variety of tools and encouraging you to pick one or two or three of them and go practice them. Just start using it. Just go nuts really trying to understand people. I I like that Stephen Covey refers to it as a habit. Um, 
because it is. It's a practice. So you know how it is putting a, a habit into place. That takes work. It, it's no really great habits just kind of happen automatically, right? They require effort to put it in place and to maintain it. So that's what it'll be like for you as you take this out into your world, really seeking to understand people. Now, in a conversation, you can create opportunities to really seek to understand people. And there's just, you know, the practice of asking questions to check in with people. Like I said, one option is to just assume that you really didn't understand what they just said, even though it may seem very obvious what they were trying to convey. It actually may be that you're completely understanding it wrong. And you can clarify that by asking some simple questions. And here's just a few to get the ball started, you know, the ball rolling. Do what feels, you know, natural to you, although it might not be natural at first. It, it can become that way, but, you know, whatever's a good fit for you. You can ask, um, what's that like for you when somebody, you know, shares what they're going through? What's that like? You know, you might find out that it's... Um, a lot harder for them than what you would have thought. It might be a lot easier than what you would have thought. What's that like for you? You can tell them, um, tell me more about that. That's just a wonderful blanket invitation uh, for, for assuming that you've got some gaps that you'll need filled in for what they're telling you. Tell me more about that. <clears throat> Here's a nice one. Help me understand. And you can ask specifically, um, help me understand um, what, what that is. Help me understand, you know, sometimes it's good to understand why somebody's sharing that. That's very interesting. Why are you sharing that with me? Um, help me understand, and then you can ask a specific aspect of what they're talking about that, that you're not quite getting. And you can actually focus in on a specific word and um, what does, you know, pick that word, you know, what is, like I mentioned earlier, disappointment. What does disappointment um, mean to you? Uh, somebody says that they've got a dream to build a, a hospital someday. And, well, what, is, what does that mean to you? And just, just really digging in and getting, getting more information will help them to feel more understood and for you to actually understand more. You can also just simply reiterate what you've heard. And um, on the one hand, I've heard it's good to use the words that people use. So if somebody says, for example, oh, you know, that was just really irritating. And um, my inclination is to actually use different words. So it sounds like that, that was really, that really bothered you. Um, sounds like, you know, there's, there's some frustration in that. You know, and what I find is in using different words, I'm checking out, did I really catch their meaning? And I understand that there's some value in using their same language um, to let them know that, that you're hearing them. And um, it's kind of, kind of a form of connection, but actually, personally, I prefer the um, really making sure that I got the meaning instead of reflecting back the same word. So um, you can, Either way, reiterate what you, what you heard the person say. And um, in so doing, allow a little bit of space and time for them to reflect and consider and make any adjustments, any clarifications. 
So allow some space and some time for this process of communicating. I've, um, some people, their style is to just talk like a lot. They might talk really fast and uh, might be hard to get a word in edgewise. And um, those situations make it challenging to really seek to understand the person. And um, what makes it even harder is if your primary goal is for you to be understood. Uh, then you will miss your opportunities to really seek to understand the other person. And that's actually the emphasis of the um, Stephen Covey's habit, um, seek first to understand, is about, you know, do that before you try to be understood. So it's setting a priority and kind of a timeline on um, understanding first before you really try to be understood. I say that and fully recognize that you also have a need to be understood, and we'll talk more about that. Um, so I encourage you to cultivate those relationships with people who really seek to understand you, and that's tremendously valuable. Um, I like to acknowledge and encourage you to acknowledge some people are not capable. They just haven't yet developed the capacity to really understand you. And it's not that they don't care, they just haven't, um, you know, necessarily developed that yet. So that's why it's important, I think, to recognize who are the people that are going to really get you and who are the people that you're going to get. <laughs> and there are some people where that's both. And that's awesome when it's a give and take. That's kind of the best of both worlds, right? Yes, indeed. <clears throat> It's easy to have misunderstandings um, when we fill in information for ourselves. So one of the main places that I see this happening is when we interpret why somebody said or did something and um, we make it mean a certain thing. So I, I did a whole episode on this. I believe it's number eight on the impacthour.com it's called what does that mean and uh, we totally we spend our whole life just about interpreting what other people are saying and doing like no joke it, it's that big because we're trying to make sense of our world and it's easy to um, because it's not based on fact um, we're just trying to figure things out uh, we we fill in the blank you know the easiest uh, most basic explanation or example of this is when you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off and um, if you're a driver I'm sure that's that's just a part of your experience and what's your understanding about why the person did that is it a character flaw uh, maybe you trace it back to their mother <laughs> uh, you know uh, you know just to in, for insult purposes um, maybe you really think that they did that on purpose and I see that, that happen a lot. And um, while you're not going to be able to interact with that person to really understand them, I think that there's plenty of room for grace and assuming that they didn't mean to cut you off or, um, I don't know, you're a driver, you know what it's like, right? You've got to make a turn and it's all upon you and you know you thought you looked or you did look and you didn't see them you know whatever right and just like you want grace from other people you can grant grace 
to the other drivers in your life. I know I've mentioned that on the show several times, and I just think the world would be a better place if everybody was a little more compassionate on the roads, don't you? <laughs> yeah, so when you're in relationship and somebody does something and you don't know why they did it, don't assume. Ask them. And um, stop assuming, stop filling in the gaps, stop creating um, meaning, and just really try to understand what they're doing, why they did it. And without judgment, you got to be careful about that because if it comes off like, well, why'd you do that? Okay, that's not going to go over good. But just really seeking to understand, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really wondering um, why you didn't pick up the milk from the store. And um, whereas you would have made that mean that he doesn't love you, an easy to conclusion to jump to, uh, you may find that actually um, he got into a, a fight with a coworker right before he left and was kind of distracted. So a lot of times those conclusions that we jump to about why someone did something aren't actually wrong. I mean, they're not actually right. And the misunderstanding that we have can be really actually very harmful. So more reasons why it's so important to really seek to understand people. And again, wouldn't you love it if people um, were doing the same for you? Because you want to be understood. And in so doing, you're actually going to create, help to create a different culture um, in your relationships. If you can consider each relationship as having its own culture, you get to influence it um, when you take the initiative in really seeking to understand. There's no guarantee that other people will follow suit, but they're a whole lot more likely. When you um, seek to understand them first, they're more likely to uh, want to do that for you. So I want you to stay tuned. We've got some more great stuff for you. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning. Significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I love that little, I think they call it, uh, there's bumpers, there's intros, there's outros. I think it's the bumper. Anyways, it says bumper music. My, um, yes, the music's always fun, my producer told me. But we've got little sayings that we've got peppered in there. Know your impact make it great. That's got to be one of my favorites because I really am so passionate about people knowing the impact that they're having on other people. And there's 
totally benefit to you to know how you're affecting other people because their experience of you totally determines what they're how they're going to respond to you so what you're getting back in your relationships is totally a function of what you're putting out there and I love helping people to have more of a positive impact in their relationships. And here on the Impact Hour, we also talk about you having a positive impact by making a difference in people's lives. So we've got that all covered here. I was talking about um, kind of creating a culture of understanding in your relationships. And that kind of, that just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. I love talking about it in that way. You, you got to know that people are more likely to hear you when they've when they feel heard okay so when they know that you've really understood them and taken that time and effort it kind of frees up some some space some energetic space some emotional needs kind of gets that cleared out and then they can be available for you you can give it a try. It may not be instantaneous, but cumulatively over time in general, people um, will be more likely to listen to you when you've been listening to them. They'll be more likely to um, understand you, be open to understanding you when they feel like they've been understood. That's that's the benefit to you. There's There's tremendous benefit in managing how you're interacting with other people. Because like I said, it totally influences how people respond to you. Very, very powerful. So speaking of um, the need to be heard, I've, it, it's something that I'm very passionate about and, and something that's very close to my heart because um, I kind of developed a wound. I guess not kind of. I'll just drop that. Yeah, I had a wound around not feeling heard as a child. And um, when I went and got some support to um, really deal with that, it was fascinating, the memory that came to me. It was of my dad, and I love my dad. He's a, he's a delightful man. And um, I was just a little kid, and I think my mom was gone that night. Maybe she was at a class, and dad had worked all day, and he was reclining in his lazy boy chair and reading the newspaper. And he had some headphones on, this is like in the 70s, so you know there were some big headphones. And he was, you know, jamming out to his rock and roll. And um, it's, it's almost, it's hard to understand, but as a little girl, I internalized that I wasn't worth listening to, which is surprising because it's such a benign experience, right? You know, parent was listening to music, reading the paper, relaxing after a long day of work and the kid feels like they're not worth being heard. Wow, which shows how important it is for kids to feel like they've been heard. Now the, the truth is that's probably, um, that memory came up very specifically, but there was probably a lot of other instances where I wasn't feeling heard or valued, kind of you know, skipped over as a kid and that's easy to do because kids are kind of needy, right? So. That was my experience, and so um, something I'm working on in my own personal development, which seems to be never-ending, <laughs> which is good. I've heard that, you know, until the day I die, I'll be continuing to grow and develop my soul and my capacity as a person. And um, so I'm working on, and it's very interesting, but feeling heard. So that requires me to be hearable. I need for the people in my life 
to be able to hear what I say. Now, it's very possible to say something in a way that's hard for people to hear. And so I'm really working on that, saying things in a way that people can receive, that's not offensive, that's not jarring, shocking, makes them defensive or want to run away. Um, but, you know, sharing my truth and my experience and letting that be okay. And since this is something that John and I are working on in our marriage, our communication, Rena's need to be heard. Well, of course, John needs to be heard too. And so I'm finding it's a beautiful balance between, let's see, how do I say? It's my responsibility and his responsibility for me to be heard. So I need to check in and make sure he's really understanding me. Ask him, what, what, did, that, what did you hear in that? And it's also his responsibility to clarify with me what I said. So it's an interesting idea of being co-responsible for each person being heard. So I can't just put it on him and say, hey, you need to understand me more. Put forth the effort, you know, you got to do because I'm responsible too. I'm responsible for saying it in a way he can hear it. For example, when he's um, actually available and not, you know, distracted or involved in something else. Um, because we've had problems where, um, for example, he, he brought something up and, and I was tr really trying to engage. And I finally says, you know what? I just realized because I just got home from the speaking thing that I just did. And um, I'm really having a hard time transitioning to pay attention to what you're saying. And it was great because we were able to move the conversation to later when I was available. So know if your person's actually available to understand you. And if you're not in a position to really understand what people are saying, you know, have the courtesy, first the awareness, which is the challenge, then the courtesy of letting them know, I totally want to hear what you're saying, and I've got this going on right now, and I'm finding that I'm really distracted. Uh, what I'd love to do is set a time when I can be fully available for you. And if you don't latch on to anything out of the show but latch on to that, that's an excellent tool for you to have and use in your relationships because that's what's going to help facilitate you understanding other people and you feeling understood by other people too. I love talking about this stuff. I could talk about this stuff all day long. In fact, I teach a class called Be and Connect. And in that class, I totally empower you to really become aware of other people's experience of you. And I empower you to change that so that people experience you in such a way that they can respond to you better. They can be more responsive. They can be more available. You'll have very powerfully um, deeper connections with people. It's really great for parents who want to be able to shape and mold their kids. Um, I know the challenge of, um, you know, instilling character qualities and values and beliefs and all of those things which are so important and so we so desire to do as parents, it's easy to put off and um, because there's the urgent right out in front of us. And so um, what I do is I empower you to really connect with your child to create that opportunity to have that influence that you desire to have. It's really, the class is really great for bosses um, because bosses have authority and much more impact over their employees. I was just talking with a boss this morning about that. A boss's impact on their employees is huge. So really um, 
not only seeking to understand them, um, but also helping them to feel valued. And uh, this class will totally empower you to be a better boss. The class is awesome for salespeople, for um, really connecting with your client. Your client, your potential um, the person buying from you, needs to know that you get them. Okay, they need to have a really great experience of you and of themselves being with you. So this class is very powerful for that. I have great joy in teaching the Be and Connect class. This is a, you know, I've, for years I've been helping people to find their purpose and live their calling, and, and it truly is my calling and my passion and my purpose. So if you would be interested in, um, well, you don't need to commit to the class right now. What, if you'd like to have a conversation with me, we can explore kind of what your impact is and what you're getting back in relationships and how you can tweak that and see if the Be and Connect class might be a good fit for you. My calendar is available to you on theimpacthour.com. You can sign up for a free discovery session. And it'll be 45 minutes, you and me on the phone, um, kind of exploring what you've got going on in your relationships and what you're getting back and what you'd like instead. So take advantage of that. And thanks for listening to the Impact Hour. Have a fantastic week. At Lucia Capital Group, we believe there are three critical steps that should precede making any investment decision. Education, advice, and planning. Education. Learn about available options and expand your understanding of investment products. Advice. Get guidance from experienced financial planning professionals who you feel understand your specific needs. Planning. Choose a strategy that consistently supports your investment decisions. Where can you go for financial guidance? Lucia Capital Group invites you to build your wealth education at WealthEd.com. WealthEd.com features live and on-demand video programming featuring